0: What up? What up? What up? This is Fraul, and you are listening to the Blow the Whistle podcast. Um, if you're listening, I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking your time. Whether you're, you're driving to work, you know, you're working out, I don't know, reading a book. Um, it, it really means a lot to me. I'm I'm gonna keep this podcast short. I, I know it's it's been over a year, and a couple months since my last podcast. There's been a lot of stuff happening in sports as a recent uh the Bucks just won their first uh, their uh, Giannis won is their first championship for the Bucks for like 50 since 50 like 50 years ago and the Lakers won one in summer 2020 or just around this time last year actually um so <laughs> a lot has definitely happened in sports and you know Brady got a, a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, which was nice. Um, but yeah, the, 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 there's really been only one thing on my mind that I really wanted to talk about, and that was Ben, and that's Ben Simmons. Yeah, it's it's Ben Simmons. He he's an interesting case. Um, so I, I remember, well, you know. Knowing about Ben Simmons since I was a senior in high school because they played, he played uh, at the Leshwab Invitational in 2015. I think he played Westview, and I remember them just getting absolutely dominated. Like, he was a man amongst boys. It's like, if you can picture Derrick Henry, it'd be the equivalent of Derrick Henry playing with. Like third grade flag football players, <laughs> that's how bad it was. And you know, I I always, I always thought like, you know, damn, like he he might be the next LeBron of our of our era. I mean, it's a, it's a little reach, but you know, he he was he like he had a ton of athleticism. I mean, he was six eight, like he can handle the rock but he's always had that that problem that one problem in which was shooting and I mean I could see like you know he'd take a pull at MIDI um, in high school like he, he takes some shots in at, when he was at LSU but you could tell he wasn't the most comfortable shooting the basketball. And, you know, as, as time progressed, you, you didn't really notice.
1: You know, you didn't really notice
0: like a an improvement at all. You know, let alone like him having a little bit more confidence in his in his jumper, I, I remember even his technically his second. It was his it was his second year in the I mean in the NBA, but like he was still considered a rookie. Like that, I can totally understand. Um, you know, you're still trying to find yourself. He, he's a phenomenal defensive player. You can already tell, like he can take it to the basket strong, but he would just never really uh, go out of his way to to just shoot the basketball especially especially the following year when they added Jimmy Butler he was more focused on passing the rock cuz i mean i mean you have Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid as your teammates i i can totally understand but after Jimmy left i, I thought to myself And I'm pretty sure other people can attest to this too. We thought he would take a big leap towards his offensive game. Like instead of instead of just taking it to the basket, at least like having the having the confidence to take a pull up Jay. He didn't have to shoot threes like damn Steph Curry. But I thought to myself, like, okay, you know. Here's the perfect opportunity. You're gonna be well, you're gonna be the primary ball handler. But at the same time, Jimmy Butler's gone. So you have more you have more room to work on your offense. You have more freedom. You have the I mean you have the keys to the offense. Outside of Joel Embiid, obviously, with respects to him. Um, obviously, if you guys don't know, um, they lost as they were previously the one seed in the 2021 playoffs, and they lost in game seven against the Atlanta Hawks at home. And he didn't, he didn't play too well. He, he actually, he, he played like ass. He played poorly. And... And, you know, as a, as a franchise player, that is, uh, that is unacceptable. So game... Let me look here. Okay, game one... Oops, hold on. Sorry. So game one, they lost by four points. 7 for 7, uh, field goal. So he he took 7 shots, which isn't too bad, um, but he was 3 for 10 at the 3-point line, and then he shot three, 3 field goals, 11, 10, 4, 6, and 4. If this was... If you showed me this, I would have assumed... This was either J.J. Redick, who wasn't on the team, um, or uh, even Tyrese Maxey, or, I don't know, uh, Tobias Harris. I would have assumed that. Okay, maybe not so much Tobias Harris, but I I would assume Tyrese Maxey, Shake Milton, would be taking those shots, but no, that's that is Ben Simmons. He only had three out of the seven games he played were double digits, none going over 20. He averaged around, I'll say, seven free throws a game. Six more so seven more so six. Um but he, he had he had a terrible there there was not one game he went over fifty percent in free throw percentage if this was a rookie I would understand but Ben Simmons has been in the league since twenty sixteen even had a year to understand, you know, and, and get coached while he's sitting his first year, and still has not put in any work to improve his his free throw his free throw great uh, sorry free throw game let alone his confidence getting to the basket. There was a play that it was either game five, six, or seven. I think it was six or seven. Ben Simmons um, passed up an open layup on Trey Young to kick it out to either Tobias Harris or Tyrese Maxey, and to me that's unacceptable. To me that shows I don't have enough confidence in myself to take it. I don't have enough confidence that like I can take over games in your offensive game. We all we all know he's a defensive monster he's a clamper but on offense outside of passing um he he kind of stalls out he also stalls out the offense because if you're not willing to take a basket you're holding the team back And the aftermath that pursued after that series was not pretty. Um, I mean, all of the, the NBA media was just dragging them. Shoot, myself included. I'm not even going to lie. That was unacceptable. As a one seed, you lose to, I think it was, they were the fifth or sixth seed. The. Atlanta was not supposed to go this far. They, I mean, they definitely deserved it with how they play, but prediction wise, we thought it'd maybe go to a game six. So, majority of the blame was on Ben Simmons. And, You know, there's some people who threw him under the bus. I remember there was a there's an interview with Doc Rivers. Somebody saying, I don't know if it, I think it was Max Kellerman or some some news anchor. I mean, uh, a sports analyst on ESPN was I like, do you think Ben Simmons can lead a team to a championship and. It, it, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure he said, I don't know. Maybe. Something along the lines of that. And <laughs> I don't know about you, but if I was Ben Simmons, I'd be freaking crushed. Um, I understand how I just said. That I was slandering him on social media, which was de- deservedly so. Um, at the same time, though, I think too much slander can go a long way because these people are human too. Um, Daryl Mori is an interesting GM. Because throughout the season, he was trying to trade Ben Simmons. And he was even talked about in a package for James Harden. And I don't know why it didn't go through. He ended up going to the Nets for a a damn bag of chips. But he was involved in those trades, so he, uh, Daryl Morey, you, you can tell, like, he already had trading him on his mind, or at least, like, one of his options. Him... Telling the Pacers, and I understand you're a jam, but him telling the league and the Pacers that Malcolm Brogdon and a first or oh, two first round picks, I believe, having them, you know, reject it in public does not help Ben Simmons' case at all. Because even though he's a professional. That tells... And this goes for a lot of basketball players. If you're just simply in a trade rumor, that crushes a player's confidence and trust in a franchise exponentially. Ben Simmons, as of recent, cut ties and... Told reporters and the 76ers that if they're wanting to contact him, they're gonna to have to contact him through Rich Paul um, from Clutch Sports. And i I, mean, I understand, you know, I understand you don't want to I I understand you don't want to show up to training camp. I mean you get shot on by the franchise. Your coach doesn't sound like he has your back and your GM is trying to <laughs> your GM is trying to trade you or listening to trade offers and instead of being like okay, let's regroup refocus, and let's get him next year. But instead, kind of going with uh, pointing fingers at Ben Simmons. I can understand. I can understand why he wouldn't do that. Now, I want to play both sides. I I understand both sides. But at the same time, Ben Simmons also has, I think, a 200-something 230? 230 200 um, I'm sorry I, I gotta look this up okay it's not here um, but a, a huge contract he he signed a rookie max extension I believe it was 2019 or 20. And I mean, you're pretty much just letting those dollars go to waste of anything. The 76ers are benefiting from that. They're saving money from not having to pay you to report up to, to training camp. I just, I just think it's bogus. Like, I mean, I've never, I've never touched that much money in my life. But I mean, hey, you got to be professional too. Like, I understand. Um, It sucks. Listen, I'm not. I'm not like an emotional person, like oh, I like a yeah, hugely emotional person. But like, if somebody told, like, if if I was going through the shit Ben Simmons would be, I would feel some type of way too. He deservedly should feel like that because if my my teammates, my brothers, that are supposed to like, you know that got my back if they told me or like if they just if they weren't trying to encourage me then why the hell would I want to go back there so the, so there's both sides to it like i i understand why he could he feels that way but i also understand he's a professional and you know he's He's letting the 76ers win if he doesn't get that money. And, you know, him reporting to training camp, that only hurts his chance of getting traded to a much better situation. Because if we're being honest, his trade value is shit right now. Daryl Morey would be lucky if he got a package with the two first-rounders and Malcolm Brogdon again. Because Ben Simmons is just being outspoken on how he doesn't want to return to the franchise like he's done with the franchise. I think Daryl Morey took the wrong approach in trying to trade him or even trying at all. If I was GM you'd have to at least give him one more shot. I understand there's been f- he's been in the league for I think f- 5 or 6 years now. He just came. he just came into the 76ers franchise not too long ago from the Rockets. So it's not Entirely his fault that like, his jumper is booty. But, like, it's not, it's possible to, you know, encourage him to shoot the basketball more. And you know what? Honestly, this goes on coaching too. Brent Brown is a shit coach. He didn't set up sets for Ben Simmons to, like, get comfortable with his shooting. All right, for me, for example, I've never been comfortable taking any any big role in, you know, just pickup games. I'm usually, the, like, I used to be the person that just plays defense, pass the ball, get out, let everybody else do the work. But I put in some work, and I found out, like, hey, I have, I have some decent, you know, I have a decent jump shot, you know. I have a decent three ball, so why don't I practice that? Get get a feel of it, get warm, and you know contri- contribute to my team even more than just defense and and just passing the ball and getting the f out of the way. So this is this is also on. The coaches, this is on Brent Brown and Doc Rivers, because I I never see any sets of Ben Sim, you know, f- plays for Ben Simmons to shoot the basketball. I know he can. I mean, we've all seen those damn videos of him practicing at the gym. But it, there's no point practicing that if you're not going to get encouraged. By your teammates and your coach to shoot it, you're not going to get him to do that. He just, he's probably just not that type person. Like he's, he probably is that type of person that just needs, you know, encouragement from other people. You, you got to understand, like, not everybody's going to be the, you know, not everybody has the same damn personality. That's what makes sports, just, makes humans so great. Everybody's different in their own unique way. And I don't think Ben Simmons has had a coach. Maybe even, I don't know if John Bede encourages him to shoot the basketball, maybe. Or his teammates. But that's what he needs. Or that's what he needed. I feel like his time with the Seventy Sixers is no more. I mean, I could be wrong. He could still, sh- it, it just because he says that you know he doesn't want to report to training camp doesn't mean he, he still can't. He can, he just doesn't want to. This might sound crazy, but like I think he should go back to the Seventy Sixers. Improve prove people during the regular season why he's still that two-time All-Defense first-team player. Why, he's, why he was that All-NBA, why he's an All-NBA player. People need to remember that especially nowadays with so much going on and short attention spans, it's only right. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, I love you all. Have a good day. Make it great. Drink water. Get some sleep. And find something that makes you happy. That's my only things I have to say for this podcast. Again, thank you so much. I'm blessed beyond means. You guys have a good night. Day, night, evening whatever. Peace.